chickens. It's the podcast. Oh, oh my god, I've just god. Said, I've got my radio. Hello, chickens. That's radio. what I say at the start of my segment on oh, the radio. Yeah, I get it. It's right. very annoying. You're the gay apologize. guy, right? You yeah. do the gay stuff. Oh. Oh. I, although I normally I say hello, chickens. <laughs> um, this is fabulous. I'm Richard Outrageous. <laughs> got Brennan Punctual, Toby Sullivan. We've got Fifi here. <laughs> Uh, this is the poof guy. I'll be right back. Tonight, from Hollywood, it's Carol. The poof it's in me. Hello? Oh my god. Oh is my that, god. Is that Nelly? Oh my god, is that the apathetic faggot? Yeah. <laughs> we're not apathetic, we're self obsessed. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Different. So different. Oh, so you're at the marriage equality rally then, are you? We're no. having our own. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we do a lot of very good works by, you know, giving people something to listen to on the train other than fucking Carl and Jackie O. So yeah. I think we're doing a lot more <laughs> than those yeah, limp-wristed so bitches at the rally. I was going to go, we do a lot of good works by giving people... Gonorrhea. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> a reason to see their friendly doctor. A yes. reason to have a check-up now and then. Yes, that's right. We do that too. We talk to the AIDS Council. <laughs> Oh, God, we can't joke about AIDS. Move on. Why do do we need to go to a rally? for? None of us actually want marriage equality, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Five seconds. Five seconds you can't let us go without (laughs) wagging your fucking finger. She hello. She didn't even say hello. She started off with apathy. Jesus Christ, faggots. I'm not there either. (laughs) (laughs) You're so shit at being bisexual. You've got a man and a child. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's terrible. You should be having lots of sex all the time. That's the I know, whole point the of being bisexual. I know because the really meant to mean G, isn't it? Yeah. So sorry uh, about that. Bisexual equals rampant. Uh, I was about to say necrophilia, nymphomania. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't limit her, Adam. Don't limit her. <laughs> it's me- Either way, uh, that sounds all right to me. Yeah, great. Um, all right, Neil. You've, right. you've, you've, you've got a book. I have. What women want. Mm. Right. With uh, me on the cover. It's an really? advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this some sort of gigantic dating advert? <laughs> You'll have to forgive me this morning. I'm a bit slow on the uptake because I did a fundraiser last night. Oh. A fundraiser. <laughs> yeah. of your life, isn't it? Terrifically organised, you what, can imagine. Right. What were you raising money for? Gl- gluten-free whale food? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> Something to the left of Genghis Khan, so you wouldn't be interested at all, Toby. No, no, no. no. Oh, was it? So was it? Was it for lesbian bed death? <laughs> it was to raise money to make sure it happens more often. Because <laughs> you, on the other hand, are getting so much. I hear, Adam. So. I'm getting too much. It needs to stop. Well, hello. Let's just say I've got very supple hands. You know what is amazing about you three? I think this is like equilibrium, where last time we spoke, of course, you're the married one, Mm, and now I understand that shifted. You just handed the bat on. Well, no, Scott Scott got into a relationship, which he won't fucking shut up about. (laughs) Um, And Um, I felt a need to uh, get rid of mine. To get out. Yeah, because I thought... so tedious. Well, now that he's in a relationship, I won't accidentally have sex with him a sauna. So, uh, <laughs> I figure it's safe to go back. <laughs> I don't want to fall into the fucking time tunnel. Good job. <laughs> I would actually lay money on that still happening. <laughs> but fair enough. Picturing us like in a dark room and just all hands and both of us just going, Adam? <laughs> Scott? <laughs> <laughs> this is the 
the first time in years I've heard Sullivan quiet, but let's, uh, let's move on. Because <laughs> we both fucked him in a dark room and he doesn't know about yeah. it. Sorry, I've, I've, I just, think it was I've just walked back in the room up into the steam room for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was you, Toby, who introduced me to the concept of the groping mall, yeah. which I still still has not left my mind. I cannot the, the, think the of the female mall? equivalent. Did Is I, it where you stick your bits through the holes and don't oh, even know who's glory on the other holes. side? Glory holes. Jesus. Or otherwise... How much more disconnected the, from the other person can you fellas get? Oh, my God. The, the glory hole arcade, <laughs> otherwise known as my hallway. <laughs> I've been in your hallway. It was all right. Well, a lot of people have, When Nelly. he says hallway, he doesn't mean the one at his house. No. <laughs> All right, oh. so, so you've written a book. Yes. What stop stop deflecting the, the topic. Yeah. Yes. What, you are the worst self-promoter ever. <laughs> you're the, you're the glory holes. Yeah, the only person I know who's written a book called What Women Want and you start talking about glory holes. <laughs> right, let's, really. let's, let's do this properly, all right? All right. Yeah, good. So, Nelly, you've got a new book out. I have, I have. I've got a, apparently it's part memoir, part manifesto, which is really just a way of who, saying who reviewed it's me and talking it that? about shit. <laughs> Um, in the context of my own life. Is it actually about what women want? Oh. Or are you just well. picking Mel Gibson movies at random? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, was, was the working title Lethal Weapon 3? <laughs> with, a little, with a photo of you in a little speech bubble saying, I'm too old for this shit. Look, some juice die. That's all I'm going to say. Um, do you know the funniest thing doing interviews, because I've been doing the interview circuit, yes. and uh, you can so tell, which probably applies to you three as well, when people haven't read it. Yeah. Because there's a few guys on commercial radio who think it's like a dating book. Oh. And in fact, one actually played a segment from the Mel Gibson movie before oh, the interview. No. Oh, no. And I was like, dude, you don't know how far from the pack I have strayed with this. You know? oh, <laughs> but you know what? Feminism by stealth. Yeah. So it needs to read it. It's basically just about, you know, being nice to people, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, look, it, you know, don't it's be a cunt, is what you're saying. <laughs> Do you want the serious answer? <laughs> yes. I'll give that to you. Yes. yes. Basically, I was uh, on ABC Radio one day and mm. someone called in on Talkback and they did that whole, I'm sure you've heard this before, that whole, you modern women, you want it all. Oh, and, yes. uh, you want I the thought, baby and the career and you yeah, can't yeah, have you it. Want it. And I thought, <laughs> well, I suppose that's true if you mean kids and a job. <laughs> yeah. you know, because that is it all. But in all seriousness, it actually really got me thinking because obviously the, the options for my generation of women, of people in mm. general, but particularly of women, are so radically different from our mothers and grandmothers. Mm. And it got me thinking, well, what do we want? So I basically go through different contemporary issues. I, I have actually read it, and it's, it's 300 pages of what Nelly reckons, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. One of my favourite reviews said it's an extended opinion piece. Right. It is. <laughs> right. It is. Fair enough. You're exactly jokes. right. You're exactly right. right. With some jokey jokes in there. Couple of um, Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of, you know, the culmination of, what, nearly a decade of stand-up in a book. Right. <laughs> really? Well, it seems like it's the combination of nearly a decade of stand-up and a lifetime of fucking complaining. 
<laughs> now, listen, I wanted to ask you about something, about something that I read yeah. in, in the book, and, and it goes to um, an interview we did a couple of weeks ago, because you talk about um, how uh, initially at university you identified as lesbian. Yeah, lesbian. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, Vampiros Lesbos. And then you started um, cocking on. Yes. And, <laughs> and you kind of like a... Uh, well, to be fair, I hadn't stopped, but I pretended right. that sure, I hadn't. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But you copped a lot of shit from other gays about not being gay anymore. Oh, like Ruby Rose. Oh, yeah, right. from the homos. Does Ruby cop that? Well, Ruby, you or know. she dishes it out. No, no, she's uh, she's been cocking on for some time, so I hear. Has she? Oh, interesting, right. interesting. Mm. Well, you know, because we we spoke to a guy a couple of weeks ago who has recently come out of the straight closet. He'd, yes. he'd been gay for many years. The gay press dude. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon? Well. well what I think is interesting is that for all the kind of lip service, no puns, hey. leave it alone, yeah, 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 yeah. that is given to the spectrum. No, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new pun button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. I'm going to give that. <laughs> really oh, my bad. God. Is that how it happened? <laughs> <laughs> But I reckon, and you fags have to take some responsibility for this, quite frankly, mm. the whole DLBTI, I honestly think the community, the community, the community, as you could say, really goes, well, the B's okay as long as you're really a G or an L. Mm. You know, by definition, mm. the B means that you might have relationships with the opposite sex. Otherwise, you'd be a G or an L. Yeah. Yes. So, for example, I read the other day, you know how much I love Ange? Jolie. Oh, right, 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 yes. She was described. I don't know her as well as you do, Nelly. I call her the future Mrs. Pitt. Right. (laughs) Oh, I hope not. Let's not get back onto the marriage thing. Uh, Read in, you know, No Idea or one of those things, Mm. her referred to as allegedly bisexual. Right. <laughs> right. Nah, you're like, uh, what did she allegedly murdered somebody? Yeah. I was going to say, well, in, in fairness, those charges have yet to be brought. Well, so. right, There's yeah. nothing alleged about it. Like, how much more out does a woman Well, have yeah, to it's, be? it's kind of like unless you're actually out there on Santa Monica Boulevard totally yeah. going the growl, we're yeah. not going to believe you, Angie. <laughs> do, you exactly. not gonna believe you. do you think it's got something to do, Nelly, with the fact that so many people who identify eventually as either gay or lesbian started at have their. Little, you know, yeah, they're little. They spend a lot of time at bisexual, like it's Flinders Street, waiting for yeah. the right train. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I think it's a few things. I think. Well, one of the other things I find interesting, though, before we get onto that, is that when I did eventually come out as bisexual, even though I don't quite like the word, but when I, you know, abandoned the you like the, the pole and the hole, the pole yeah. and the hole. It's <laughs> <revolting>. <laughs> oh God! Please welcome Julian Clary. <laughs> When I, I actually had not just straight friends, but a lot of gay and lesbian friends say to me, oh, you know what, I do that a bit too. Well, All right. You know, actually quite a, a number of gay male friends who said, yeah, you know, I have the occasional, you know, sex with women or, mm. but, but didn't feel that they could ever say that either. Right. Um, undercover fishmongers. <laughs> 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 How about that? Wow. I remember, and I think, Toby, you and I have discussed this before. Another example, I remember seeing Ricky Martin on Oprah. Of course mm. I did. And, um, well, you read New Idea. You, you should watch get out Oprah. <laughs> what else have I got to do? <laughs> and uh, he was on there talking about, because he was engaged for three or four years to a lady. Mm. And Oprah's like, so, you know, did you have sex? And he's like, oh, yes. 
and you know oh was it did you enjoy having sex he's like yeah we had a great sex life and you know really happy and blah 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 and she said to him so are you bisexual he goes absolutely not Oh. It's like a swear word. And I thought, yeah. why? Like, why is it such a terrible thing to say? Like, almost by definition, if you had a fulfilling sexual relationship with this woman, it doesn't mean that you don't love the man you're with now. No. Yeah, yeah but, but a lot of it's politics, though. A lot of yeah. it is, is about yeah. identity and politics. It, and it is about kind of re- reductionism as well. It's yeah, about yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of reducing, true. you know, all of human experience into basically three you know, three or four different categories. Should, well, what if I we change the name of it? What if we changed it from bisexual to ambisextrous? Would <laughs> <laughs> that make it easier? No, no, I'm going to be polling the whole. Ah, yeah. Pole polers. Do you know, I think part of it, which no doubt you will all understand the irony coming from particularly the gay male community, let's be honest, mm-hmm. part of it is this assumption of, that you're going to cheat. <sighs> yeah. yeah, like because you you're bisexual, you are a nymphomaniac, and yeah, therefore you, you can't you will stop having anything. Sex. You can't be Anytime, in a monogamous anywhere. relationship. Um, you know that you can't be loyal. Yeah. All the, and you know, I'm not even going to get into that. What a load of nonsense. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's the same as like you know, um, you, like when you're a gay man, you're not allowed to hang out with other gay men because you might accidentally have sex because we're such rampant. Oh look, you know, I fell on a penis. Ass fuckers. Yeah. yeah. And so therefore, you can only spend time with fag hags and you know <laughs> yes. the pedo bear. Yes. Well, oh, you know, the other thing I think that I've certainly um, had levelled at me is, well, how can you be like satisfied? in a monogamous relationship, to which my response is, how can anybody be? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I think there's this thing of, oh, you must be, like, I must be walking around the streets of Melbourne just desperate for some lesbian action. Just yeah. like, someone, please. Your vagina you flaps know. are tingling every time you walk in Northcote. <laughs> you're fingering anyone. You're lo- loitering suspiciously outside organic bakeries. <laughs> <laughs> and 3CR. Come on, I haven't scissored anyone for months. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I just want someone to stroke my hair. <laughs> I just want someone to read Sylvia Plath with. Come on. Season three of the L Word isn't going to watch itself, mate. <laughs> and I think I find that one the most ridiculous because, I mean, all jokes aside, of course you have desire for other people, as does anybody in a relationship. Yeah. You know, it's what whether you act on it mm. is is really between you and your partner and whatever kind of relationship you've got. But this kind of assumption that everyone in committed monogamous relationships, regardless of their sexuality, never looks yeah. or has f- desire for another is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's the thing that sustains you. I know. Yeah. It's window it's shopping. The thing, it's Jesus the thing that gets Christ. you back home and into the sheets because you're like, <laughs> oh, man, that tradie was too hot up that ladder today. I'm going to go home and pound the fuck out of my <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite where I was going. Yeah. And then, then, then of course, it becomes awkward because, like, honey, look, I've, I've photocopied his face. Can I just stick that bit of paper on your head, please? Like, yeah. I'll put it on the back of your head. Yeah. On the back. What's your name again? Yeah, go, go, go. That's fantastic. Do you know how to do any electrician sort of stuff? <laughs> and can you climb up a ladder? Yeah. But I do. I mean, I think in the politics of it, I think that's partly to do with that. I also wonder, you know, you still get this bullshit of, oh, well, you know, you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. A, why wouldn't you if you could? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but also, B, who gives a shit? Why do you care what I'm doing? Do you think um, that when, you know, a day is coming, obviously, when we will be equal 
uh, with marriage and everything. Like once marriage equality happens, that's it. We've got nothing else left to complain about apart from some rednecks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you think that's when the bisexual kind of thing will start to happen, where it be, it'll become more accepted because everything else is more accepted? That it's yeah, still it the shame on both sides? Yeah, and it, yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's one of the interesting things about the bloke that you um, spoke about a couple of weeks from the gay press, whose name I can't mm. remember. Nick. What I found interesting, and I mean, I don't mean to personalise it, but is that he's chosen to marry. Mm. Because for me, and you know, Toby, get your little violin out. <laughs> um, for me, that, that is a problem. You know, the, the fact that he's with a woman, I obviously couldn't give a shit. Right, but the right. fact that he would choose to enter an institution that is not uh, open equally to everyone. For yeah. me, politically, is no, a problem. That's bullshit. I think, I that think that's. I think that more, might be a more personal thing for him, though. Yeah. I think that's like he's a, in love with her. I've I've he's been in love with you the whole time. I've tried the cock, and now to he prove knows. how he knows there's no one else that he wants. How committed I am to this relationship, I will marry you. Like yeah. it's to, that kind of a thing. To refrain from marrying because not everyone can marry is um, even just, even Brad and Angelina didn't hold that end of the bargain. Nah. Up, as much that's, as they said that's they just would. like. Although re- I, I do have a, a quite a good friend who is a qualified qualified marriage celebrant mm. and she actually won't do it until gays and lesbians can get married because well, it is my, part- I mean look I'm not that interested in getting married anyway but I certainly wouldn't do it until everyone was able to and I can understand for me I can understand the resentment that some obviously none of you three but that some <laughs> same-sex couples have toward bisexual people who do marry Mm. I can understand that. Look, not the resentment towards being in a relationship, but it is fundamentally unfair. Yeah, look, but Agreed. you know what? It's coming. It's not like it's not going to happen. Well, then wait till it comes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah. I, th- I think it's, a, it's an inevitable thing. I want my thing. sheet sets too. <laughs> <laughs> you can just buy those. Yes. I can see this in fucking China. It just, you know, it, it's coming. The day is coming. It's going to happen. There's, there's no stopping it, even for those people who don't want it to happen. Yes. yes. You know, but I think the train that is, the train is the, coming. Yes. The politics in the community, I think that's part of it because I think some people sit back and kind of go well you're in a privileged position Hmm. and my response to that is well yes I am that's not my fault (laughs) like it's not my fault that I can walk down the street with my partner holding his hand like I get it I get yeah but when you walk down the street with your partner holding his hand people look and go oh look at the gay bow on the leso in our case yes yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) Brad and Angelina probably not Um, but what I can control I can't control that really but Mm. what I can control for me and it is you know I I know it might seem glib but but for me it is sincere I can control not entering an institution that I really don't think is fair until everyone's allowed Fair enough. But that's not the institution's fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. The institution, no. The institution well, it is. is... It, until it is in our country, it is a government institution. Yes. Yes. So the government controls that institution. The government can decide and who there, can and can't go into it. And there are bills before Parliament at the moment waiting yeah. for, you know, yeah. the day that it eventually gets tabled. And as I said, when it comes through, knock yourself out. But yeah. at least today, Bring that's it on. not the case. Right. Well, I, I think that's fair enough. I, yeah. I support you in that attitude, Nelly. Good work. Thank I you. do. Yes, I do. Well, then go, everyone go and buy her book so she can be supported financially as well as yeah. emotionally. <laughs> and listen, I, I just want to say that in recognition of Nelly's stand, I will not read any more books until everybody's got a book published. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read everything until everyone's got a book. It's fundamentally unfair, Alan and I'm Alan. not going to have sex with anyone. 
until everyone has two hands that they can masturbate. Because I tell you, Toby, <laughs> publishing, publishing a book is something you've coveted since you were four years old, and your parents would be so proud, wouldn't they? Oh. If you've got a deal. It would make no difference at all if you're ever in hospital and someone that your partner needs to come in and help you. I mean, it was, what you need is a publishing deal. That'll mm-hmm. sort you right out. Mm-hmm. 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 They're comparable for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I need the spotter's guide to boy bands. That's going to be my <laughs> It's going to be like the league of boy bands. Right. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, Nellie Thomas, thank you, darling. Big air kisses. <laughs> the book is What Women Want, uh, available in good bookshops and probably and some disreputable yes. ones. As well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim has a hyenas. There oh, you go. that's full of those faggots. Yes. <laughs> Are bisexual yes. people allowed to purchase from there? <laughs> Uh, we yeah, we go in undercover. Oh, no, right. they have to pay double. Right. It's a bit like the peel. I mean, again, you know, aesthetically, I get away with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nelly. Thank you, Nelly. Thank you. See ya. <laughs> that was fun. I'd stop this if it wasn't hilarious. Talk poofy to me. Learned friends. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is a, it's my favourite bit. You know, we are getting a lot of feedback that this is everyone's new favourite segment. So let's. It's just, the best. Let's just yeah. hand over to Mother Horan and the Poofstery. Oh, hello. hello. Welcome, hello. Professor Mother. Am I on? Yes. yes. Oh, is your head? Are you on, working? baby? Oh, there I am. There you go. <laughs> this technology. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm one for the books. Not for the <laughs> I, know, I know. So, so listen, Paul, we've been doing this for like maybe four weeks, so yeah. I imagine we've probably pretty much covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There because can't be that much more to say, can there? There can't be anything no. more to say about the poofs. Uh, as every gay bar should teach you, <laughs> poofs can do it every which way. Yeah. Yeah. They can find themselves into every kind of situation. Yeah. So mm. what do you have from sistery for us today? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let, let's, let's be third wave proto-feminists. Yeah. <laughs> Manstery. What's in the Manstery today? Yeah. Great. Thanks, Sister Toby. Um, <laughs> You're in a safe space now. You can speak through it. Great. Good luck with the transition. (laughs) (laughs) God, it's not working out so far, Tony. Her tits are terribly flat. (laughs) Now, when I say bush rangers... Mm -hmm. I just think of terrible heterosexuals. I just think of every boy walking up and down Brunswick Street oh, uh, yes. looking like oh, Ned Kelly. Oh, shave it. So you shave say it. bush, I think of vagina. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I went straight to flannel le- lesbian when you <laughs> said that. That was bush range. Well, I'm a prop homosexual. I don't think of vaginas at all. Right. <laughs> Um, now, when I say bush rangers, um, we think of them as these the macho Nick guys. Ned Kelly's yeah. running around the bush shooting things. Yep. Uh, very, very straight. Mm, yes. Not so straight. Oh, really? <gasps> You may or may not have heard of, there was, often they took pseudonyms. Ned mm. Kelly was Ned Kelly, but there was also Captain Thunderbolt. Oh, Ganelle. Oh. And these were all oh, She does the show at the exchange on <laughs> yeah. Thursday. I thought, yes. <laughs> but these were all names in the 1860s that were given often by tabloids to these criminals oh. and they all lived oh. up. But there was one chap, uh, Captain Moonlight. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and also not Moonlight, L-I-G-H-T. Uh, L I T E. Oh, watching life yeah. on her feet. That's right. Watch, yeah. Watching her, watching her weight with that one. A little bit, <laughs> little bit light in the Bloodstone. Yes. Um, anyway, well, Moon was... Fat didn't really roll off no. the tongue. So. No. Isn't yeah. that Woody Allen's wife? <laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh, okay. Back on track. Back, back on, on track. track. Captain anyway, Moonlight. Captain Moonlight was a bush ranger uh, in the 1860s. Very, very notorious. He's working at exactly the same time in the same area as Ned Kelly was. Also, so in, a little in bit like Victoria. Marilyn and Boy George. Yeah. yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Very yeah. similar. So in Victoria, in the kind yeah. of. It's that... around about 1860s, 1870s. Right. And um, anyway. Um, he uh, very uh, his real name was uh, Andrew George Scott, and he Boring. was uh, a lay preacher in Bacchus Marsh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he was first done for his first, uh, there were robbery. sorry, there were just so many potential double entendres. <laughs> Andrew George Scott. I've got three first names. That's girls. Right. <laughs> but it was more the lay preacher in like, Bacchus Marsh that so we all just <laughs> we all, we all went, froze. We're yeah. p- paralysed by choice. Which, <laughs> we've all been there. The Bacchus Marsh. Um, all this uh, laying uh, on the. Um, anyway, moving anyway, on. Moving <laughs> anyway, so he was done for his first uh, robbery. Then and go, goes to Sydney, passes a few dodgy checks. Mm. Uh, everything. Anyway, gets thrown into Pentridge Prison. Um, and when I he comes out, I used to walk out, the dog around there. It's a lovely oh. spot. When he comes out in 1879, uh, he hooks up with a young gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, a guy called Nesbit, who he met there. <laughs> now, from then on, in <laughs> Nesbit. Hi, I'm Andrew, I'm Andrew George. This is Nesbit. Uh, they become we'll be totally. You today. <laughs> they became. These guys become totally inseparable, and they become lovers. Now, oh. early historians uh, love to write gays out, and there was a lot of kind of you know, the, it's it was very clear that they were lovers, and there was a lot of saying, "Oh no!" Well, I guess if they were they already weren't. breaking the law by stealing things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A bit yeah, of buggery yeah. on the side's not going to hurt. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, uh, basically, but there has been all these letters that have been uncovered between them, where Scott is basically professing his you know, <gasps> torrents of love oh. towards Nesbitt. So it's very clear that these two were gay. Anyway, I'd love to hold you up. Um, <laughs> oh. Stand was, and deliver oh. up my shit pipe. Yeah. I'll get your pistol out of there. It's oh. not night time yet. Oh, anyway, <laughs> bandit, an ass bandit. Oh. Oh. Maybe they started the hanky code with oh. <laughs> 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 little scarves. <laughs> Anyway, these two... Stop your money or your life, or would you like your colours done? Anyway, these two become, you know, they start basically because Scott is very well educated. He mm. goes on the lecture circuit saying, hey, I'm a oh. bit of a bandit and starts to do. <laughs> what? So he goes Not an on the lecture bandit, circuit. a regular bandit. Oh. It's quite interesting how celebrity worked then and now. So works he was now. like the chopper reed. Yeah, of... basically. He'd do all these lectures <laughs> all around Melbourne <laughs> and say, look, I held up banks and everything and how cool am I? And <laughs> this is Nisbet. Um, <laughs> and then the show really started. <laughs> and he basically. Imagine Chopper Reed and Anthony Kalia doing the rounds. <laughs> and anyway, that's how I got my ear chopped off. Now a song. Yeah, I don't think I'd go. No. <laughs> anyway, so they these guys go on the lecture circuit, but they become because they were the first kind of gangsters on the lecture circuit. Mm. They start to attract um, attract all this really negative publicity from the tabloids of the time. Mm. So basically, um, uh, they're running out of money, and uh, because they're not getting any lectures because of all the tabloids saying mm. this shit. So basically they say, well, if they're going to accuse us of being nasty, how about we start up our own gang? Ned Kelly's oh. doing it. So basically they go around brothels, get all these guys and start basically a gay bush rangers gang. <gasps> Oh, oh my now, God. They go all around wow. Glen Rowan. In fact, they had to kind of get out of the Glen Rowan area because Ned Kelly was saying, hey, our patch, piss off. So mm, they go yeah. into southern um, New South Wales. <laughs> and they're and like, mm, bitch's got no class anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Let's go to Marimula. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they start handing it, and anyway, everything goes terribly wrong. And at one shootout, Nesbitt gets shot. <gasps> oh. Not Nesbitt. Oh, he got shot right shot. in the Nesbitt. Oh. <laughs> and at the time, um, the newspapers uh, uh, basically described um, uh, when Scott was holding Nesbitt as he was dying. Oh. Uh, his leader wept over him like a child, laid his head upon his breast, and kissed him passionately. Oh. Anyway, so they all get caught. Scott goes to jail, and, and he gets mm. and he gets sentenced to death. Now he goes to, and this is now this is uh, quite well known. He goes to uh, the gallows wearing a ring, which is made out of Nesbitt's hair. He's plaited this lock of hair into a ring, and he wears it to the gallows when he's hung. Mm, creepy. And his Captain last, creepy. his yeah. last request was to get buried with Nesbitt. Now that never happened uh, because the. Um, because the authorities gay marriage said, wasn't legal back then. But in 1995, someone campaigned, I'm not quite sure who did it, but good on you, campaigned to have the body exhumed, and they're now resting in peace oh, together. Oh, that's beautiful. So, yeah. Oh, and I love um, Captain Poojabba. He's yeah. my favourite. He's great. And if you like that story, someone's making a film. I was going to say, <gasps> why, really? has no one, why has no That's one done this? A, a local guy um, uh, has made a film. It's in post-production now. A guy called Rowan Spong. Does anyone know? Oh, I know Spong. Oh, you know. You I know don't. Spong. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he got Barry Crocker and Tasma Walton and <laughs> comes out later this year. Awesome. <laughs> so there you are. That Captain wow. Moonlight, our own gay book oh, ranger. Oh, that's What's the name of the movie? Story. Presumably. We can't fight the moonlight. (laughs) 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 No, I think it's can't fuck the moonlight. (laughs) (laughs) A little Nesbit on the side. Lovely story. Yeah, oh, gorgeous. Thank you, Mother Horan. Thank you. For bringing some light fingered and light, 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 <laughs> light feet <laughs> to our lives. <laughs> well, Scott, it's oh. time to uh, part the cheeks and <laughs> breathe the animal through the mouth. Uh, uh, because. Yes. It is time for us to speak to our major sponsor, our only sponsor. Our only sponsor. I do feel like we're selling our souls a little bit here. Well, that would involve us having one to sell. Well, that's true. Uh, it's yeah. the Grunt Report with Grunty McFuckring. Right. Thank fuck the three of you downward facing gutter sluts have shut up long enough to let a word in edgeways <laughs> from someone who actually finished primary school. <laughs> so let me take advantage of the momentary silence offered by you speed queens humming on the hemorrhoids of some homeless pederast. <laughs> To inject a bit of fucking levity in the proceedings. <laughs> you know, in general, you boys, although calling you leathering to woofters boys is a bit like calling Julia Gillard Gidget, but <laughs> let's go with it in lieu of the correct term, which should, of course, be defendants. <laughs> you boys don't do a bad job of a morally disgusting commercial radio show. Let's go through the elements. Shitwits, tick. <laughs> Time tick. There we have it. <laughs> Although there's one key element of commercial breakfast shows that you're missing: entertainment news. Oh, oh my god! So thank fuck someone's around whose entire vocation is entertainment. To wit, fucking me. Oh dear. <laughs> so this week I'd like to once again save your sagging, prolapsing asses with my <laughs> unique contribution to talking puffy movie reviews. <laughs> Right, you line them up, I'll knock them down. By which I mean, shut the fuck up, I've prepared something. (laughs) First movie, Crazy Stupid Love. 
Synopsis as follows. Some busboy conquers his fear of fingering a ranger. Four stars. Although someone obviously taped over my copy with intermittent episodes of the American version of The Office. <laughs> Fucking Pedro and his gadgets. <laughs> Uh, but to be honest, I can't genuinely review this one because I turned it off after I spunked when Jason Priestley took his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Priestley's in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Movie two, Iron Lady. Synopsis as follows. Rhonda Birchmore plays a mean old bitch who fucks a bunch of old cunts off and subsequently goes nuts. <laughs> Four stars. I had trouble following this film as it came from England and the review copy was not provided with subtitles. <laughs> I can only assume that this omission will be corrected in cinemas, or at least they'll lend you an iPod to pass the time or something. <laughs> Finally, movie three, The Avengers. Synopsis as follows. Boom! Swing! Crash! Whoosh! Roll credits. <laughs> no fucking idea what's going on. It moves so fast. They do realise the human brain has limits on the rate it can process information, right? Watching this fucking movie was like when they brainwashed the dude in Clockwork Orange. Another movie I haven't seen and couldn't give a shit about. <laughs> Four stars, which is one for every hour you'll spend being yelled at by nerds if you say you didn't like it. <laughs> right, that's me done. Until next week when Grunty McFuckring once again lifts the lid on Hollywood and gives you the inside running on all the red carpet goss. Fuck you and the horse you sucked off on your holidays. <laughs> Thank you, Grunty. Thanks, Grunty. Oh, I can't believe he's bought a chain of cinemas. Oh, God. By chain, I mean one. One. And it's a porn cinema. Yeah. <laughs> if you want my professional opinion, that boy gay in a handbag full of rainbows. Talk it to me. Oh, God. Wow. That's been another one. Yeah. <laughs> that took, oh, that took some doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a... Uh, ow. Ow. It's sort of like at the end of the night at a pub. You know, like we get to the end of the night and everything's finished, but you've just got to go check the toilet one last time. <laughs> and uh, by the time we get to the end of this podcast, it's just like, oh, I'm going to go check the urine off of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean working in the pub? Yeah. I thought like, you were yeah, trying to no. pick up. No, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought oh, this is a really... You've got to go and check the toilet, see if there's any trade, because no, I've done no. everyone who's here. <laughs> working, it's like, right, yeah, everyone's out the bar clean. Oh, God, I've got to go check the toilet again. <laughs> Oh. Well, you have to check the toilet because sometimes these people are asleep in there. Well, that's true. We're hey, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wes. We'll be Wes. back next time uh, on this podcast thing <laughs> oh, that yeah. we do. I'm going to go Wes. check the toilet. <laughs> I was so gonna like 
um, do this and go home because I've got to sort shit out. And that's uh, that's changed. Yeah, go. yeah. One sip. Change. You're like Barney one from change. The Simpsons. <laughs> Literally one sip. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I got a whole page of that. <laughs> oh. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. Well, You've the... had a really good go. The... You, I have let one. you have a really good go all afternoon. <laughs> Play the sloppy stop, one. Play the sloppy for... one. Oh. No, the other one. The... Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the goonies. <laughs> like they're locked in a cave. <laughs> Where's this just texting oh, now? Well, no, I'm just finding out if I can actually go out tonight after the thing because of Bridget's catch. Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to check on Bridget's pussy and maybe. <laughs> oh, Mr. Slocum. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's true. Top, it's me.